This is OPI Talk, the voice of the business products industry. Hello, I'm Andy Braithwaite and welcome to this episode of OPI Talk. I'm here today with Mike Gentili, a man that needs very little introduction in the office products world. And Mike is currently the CEO of the Independent Suppliers Group in the US. Hi, Mike. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of OPI Talk. Good morning and good afternoon. <laughs> Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Okay. Let, let's kick off quickly just with a, a quick overview of the ISG Group as it is today. Okay. Um, well, I think as most people know, um, Independent Suppliers Group um, merged in July of 2019 with uh, Independent Suppliers Group, formerly Independent Stationers, Trimega Purchasing Association, and Pinnacle Affiliates. And we merged into one group. Um, Currently today, we have 793 members and our direct buy volume that comes through the group is about $540 million. And total end user spend with our members is $7 billion. And um, uh, that's not an estimate. We know that because we collect financials from all of our members and we're able to uh, tabulate uh, their total revenue. So at the end of the day, Independent Suppliers Group is the second largest entity in our channel Mm. um, next to Staples. Okay, good. Now, let's have a look back over the past 12 months or so. Now, I'm hoping that uh, you had all your integration and everything else. That was all pretty much done and dusted uh, before this COVID thing hit. So timing-wise, I mean, I'm not saying that was a positive thing for you, but it could have been, could have been worse if, if COVID had, had hit earlier. Yeah, we were very fortunate. We are a very talented um, group of uh, IT folks led by TJ Crane, uh, VP of Technology Services. And we integrated um, those three operations into one um, uh, ahead of schedule and under budget. Okay, well, that's that's always good to hear, isn't it? When, when COVID hit and we kind of realized that the, the world of work was changing and people were confined to their homes, how did this impact you as a group and, and your members? Well, uh, all I have to do is look at my daily sales report and compare April 2020 uh, to April 2021. And um, in April 20, um, that's when the world kind of ended. Um, when I was commuting from Indiana up here, uh, it was like driving around Chernobyl, if you were ever to do that. <laughs> there wasn't anyone around. Um, if anyone's been to our offices, River Road is a pretty busy road right by O'Hare Airport. Um, I joked around and said we could have a street hockey game there. There weren't any cars. <laughs> And unfortunately, Andy, it really hasn't improved significantly. Um, It really hasn't. Uh, People are still uh, working from home uh, for all the reasons that we read about in the press. We are seeing, though, our April 2021 sales versus last year. Uh, We are trending up. So we are seeing a recovery, uh, although not not as rapidly as we had uh, anticipated. Uh, but we remain optimistic that we'll continue to see some good, solid, accelerated growth in the second quarter. Okay, good. Now we hear the word pivot used a lot. 
How, how did you guys have to change things op operations-wise? Well, um, good question. Um, the biggest one of the biggest concerns we had was we're a very large group now uh, in terms of membership, and uh, we had just merged. And um, although the three entities were in the same industry, the cultures were different. Uh, the communications uh, style was different. And we had to find um, a way to integrate all that during a pandemic when we really could not meet face to face. Uh, we had an annual meeting in November 2019, and that was the last time we had a chance to ever see one another. So we pivoted significantly in, um, in our communications with our members. Uh, we added 21 new suppliers. We implemented a number of marketing and sales programs to bring people together. And, uh, you know, Zoom became um, what you do four or five hours a day. Um, even if you're going to pick up the phone and call someone, I'll, I'll, I'll Zoom them just so I see face to face with someone. I see a member. And the feedback we got from doing that, we did peer to peer exchanges. We did one on ones with Pinnacle. It, people felt more connected. Uh, they really felt like they were out there on their own. And um, we did the best we can to try to minimize that feeling. I remember speaking to Scott Zintz last year from Epic Business Essentials. And one of the things he was doing, and I, I guess other people within the group were doing, was you know, helping dealers to source different kinds of products very quickly. It looks like you guys were bending over backwards to try and to help, help your members adapt to the, the new product demands that were out there. Yeah, we, we did. We added, as I said, 22 new suppliers, um, primarily in the PPE area, but we also focus on some of our existing suppliers that were growing in other adjacent categories. Um, and we had to be, we were sourcing products for, for, for dealers, helping them finance those deals uh, to assist our dealers with cash flow. Uh, we've accelerated our quarterly rebate distribution uh, to the tune of tens and tens of millions of dollars to get more cash into our dealers' hands. Was that a critical issue for a lot of dealers, having, having that uh, availability to cash? Yes, it is. Uh, it, it is, and it continues to be, particularly with some dealers that do not have strong balance sheets. Okay. When you look back at some of the things you've done over the past year, what would you say was, was the biggest achievement for, from the group in helping its members? I, I would say the way that our board of directors rallied around the urgency of what we needed to do in a group and supported the staff to implement all those initiatives. Um, some of those initiatives required additional time and investment and we had the support to do it. Um, we developed a program called Discover Your Next Move and we're implementing that constantly now with additional virtual one-on-ones, peer exchanges. Uh, we developed a series with our suppliers called SMART, which stands for Sell, Market, Attract, Retain, Training. And we, I've lost track of the number of um, Zoom and training and webinars that we've conducted. They're all recorded uh, on our website. And um, we, you know, you do a webinar and you look at how many people participate, and on a good day, we'd get, you know, 80 to 110. When we were running these series and we continue to, we're getting over 250, uh, which I'm encouraged. Um, and 
people aren't sitting around just watching Zoom. They're, they're actually out there selling product. Uh, and that's what is encouraging us, you know? Okay, good. One of, one of the reasons I invited you onto this podcast was the announcement that Industry Week has been confirmed for November this year. So that must be a relief actually you know, finalizing those dates and get it, everything done and dusted on that. Yeah. Um, you know, they say the third time is a charm <laughs> and, uh, we hope, uh, it, it truly is, uh, Andy. And, uh, we in fact, we're, I just, uh, reviewed an ad that we're putting in OPI, a save the date ad soon. And that'll be, uh, the meeting will be on, um, November 7th to November 12th. And it'll be at the Orlando world center Marriott in Orlando, Florida. What do you think would be some of the highlights in store for attendees at Industry Week? I think probably the um, the most anticipated event will be the opening evening cocktail party. <laughs> tell, me, tell me more. Uh, I, I think that just explains it. Um, <laughs> but seriously, um, people are just craving to get together and, um, and network and uh, discuss how they have, um, how they pivoted, how they've managed their business through this pandemic. Um, and uh, we're readjusting our entire schedule. This will not be a normal meeting. Uh, we're going to have um, more more face-to-face one-on-one sessions uh, with dealers uh, and dealers talking to dealers um, and fewer people telling people what they should be doing, you know, consultants that you hire that come in and tell you what you should be doing when quite frankly, they've never done it themselves. So we are going to be dealer focused at this entire annual meeting. Um, and some of the highlights, um, peer networking, educational seminars, our trade show, uh, we'll have an industry uh, general session uh, with a panel of experts, uh, OPI Steve Hilliard, has agreed to moderate that. And um, I'm putting together a group of participants that will just be totally different on that panel, totally out of the box thinkers uh, that our industry may not have ever heard from. Uh, they know these people, but they may, they may not have seen them at an industry event. Um, Pinnacle one-on-ones, will, um, uh, they will headline the, uh, the week uh, on Sunday through Tuesday. And then we'll have peer exchange sessions. The wholesalers, uh, SP Richards, Ascended, uh, they're attending as part of Industry Week. They'll be having their sessions. Uh, the Business Solutions Association, BSA, they'll be having sessions. Um, IOP, FDA, NOPA, they'll be attending. Um, so it's going to be um, going to be a love fest. <laughs> okay, great. That's what I was, I was going to ask you, how it's going to be different from perhaps a, a, the epic events that we had that we had previously, this is going to be an expanded event involving more industry stakeholders, hence the name Industry Week. Yes, and one thing I have to mention, we also be um, hosting the uh, uh, North American Office Products Awards that OPI will be uh, uh, hosting. Okay, great. Thanks for men- mentioning that. So we're looking forward to those because a lot of people have been you're very proactive with initiatives uh, and many, many good things have taken place over the past 12 months. Yeah, um, I, I, we're all going to come out better for all of this. 
it has really stretched our creativity, our resiliency, uh, which is the theme of our meeting is resiliency. The independent dealer channel is resilient. Uh, we prove it again and again and again. Okay, Mike, now before Industry Week, we've got another event coming up, which is being run by OPI, which is the OPI Global Forum Online, uh, which is taking place on the 5th and 6th of May in, in just a, in a few weeks' time. And I know that you're going to be attending that event. What, what are you most looking forward to to that? I'm hoping that uh, we have, an, OPI just had that uh, VIP um, networking event, which was very effective. And I, I think people were a bit more candid um, and insightful than they have in the past. Uh, so many times people just, you know, um, they don't want to share. Uh, they want to they, they, they hold their cards close to their vest and not share uh, best practices or strategies that can make us better. Mm. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, that's what, that's the importance of these events. Um, so I'm hoping that the, um, the Global Forum will be a continuation of, um, of some of the, um, uh, the um, benefits that I derived from the VIP session recently. Okay, good. Now, I know that ISG Chairman Jordan Cudler is going to be taking part on a panel which is called The Future of the Channel in North America. And this is aimed at uh, looking at the lasting impact of the pandemic on the business products channel in, in the North American market. What do you think will be some of the key issues that will be discussed during that panel? Well, Jordan uh, comes um, to that um, panel discussion with very different background than many of the other panelists. Um, Jordan uh, runs his own dealership along with his partner um, in New York City. I think New York was pretty hit badly by COVID, yet he has been able to um, He's a definite, he, he's the example of resiliency and tenacity, what he has done uh, with that business during this challenging time. He's a roll up your sleeves um, kind of operator, but he's a leader. And um, I, I work for him at, at IS and work for him now. And he leads the group. He's got 792 members and he works with the smallest dealers to the largest dealers. And uh, as much as he is a roll up your sleeves operator, he's also one of the best strategic thinkers in our industry. And I think he's gonna bring a lot of that uh, to, the, um, to the panel. Um, uh, people that know Jordan, he's candid, uh, he's outspoken, uh, respectful, uh, but opinionated. Okay, good. What, what do you think during that panel will be some of the challenges let's say, for the IDC that they will talk about? Well, and, I, and I'm sensitive to it that some of the panelists uh, will not be as forthright in some of their internal strategies or directions. Um, but I'm hoping that um, at the same time, that doesn't hold people back from having um, an intelligent dialogue of the headwinds we face, uh, some of the opportunities we have, and how we can help each other with those opportunities. And when I say each other, I mean the independent dealer channel. Okay, good. If you could choose one challenge and one big opportunity for the IDC, what, what, what would they be? Well, I have to have two of them. The first one is technology. 
Uh, that is continues to be a significant um, Achilles heel and gap in the independent dealer channel that is not being addressed um, effectively in our channel. Second one is cost of goods competitiveness. Uh, manufacturers uh, really have to look at the independent dealer channel and invest more into it uh, with more competitive cost of goods. And what do you think is the biggest opportunity for the IDC? Well, in, in the short term, it's continuing to evolve and meet the customer needs as our economy is coming back from um, a devastating, a devastating low level. And at the same time, being able to invest in their businesses um, so they can meet the challenges of the future, meaning uh, more efficient supply chains, uh, better logistics, and uh, enhanced technology. You've been a great contributor to OPI over the years. I was looking back to a final word that you did in, in 2017. And the crux of that was let's eliminate the redundancies that are in our channel. That was four years ago. Are, are we there yet? And to what extent is that that an issue that needs to be taken by the horns and sorted out once and for all? Yeah, um, you know, we're not there yet, Andy. And um, it's it's for many reasons. And and we're, we're all um, we're all guilty of this. We all say we want, we all say we need change. But then we say, well, we need change, but I don't want to change myself until you have to, you know, um, you have a health issue, you have to make a change. You've got a job issue, um, you have to make a change. So people change many times out of necessity and um, not really out of want, more out of need. And, um, but I think this industry is, is significantly approaching um, a crossroads where you're going to have to change um, because of the continued uncertainty in our channel with our big box competitors, meaning Staples and Depot, and uh, with um, Amazon's continued push into the mid-market, uh, consolidation of manufacturers, um, and I think that's going to force people to think differently and change. And maybe they will really think out of the box and say, okay, what can we do to truly eliminate redundancies? And at the end of the day, and this is what I get paid to do, at the end of the day, allow the independent dealer to be more competitive on the street so they can compete against staples. Depot and Amazon. Okay, great. Well, let's hope some of the meetings that take place this year help to resolve some of those issues. I'm confident that um, that the that, that the right people are becoming more and more uh, open-minded as to uh, that change that's needed. Okay, good. Well, Mike, I think we're out of time. So just remains for me to say thank you very much for joining me today on this episode of OPI Talk. And it was a pleasure having you as our guest. Great. And I look forward to seeing you in Orlando. I certainly hope so. If you have got this far, then thank you for listening to this episode of OPI Talk. 
Please check out our website, opi.net, for news, interviews, analysis, and much more from the business products world. We've also got a great app that you can download from the App Store or Google Play. Just search for OPI Magazine. And we hope you will join us again soon for another episode of OPI Talk.